This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s. Red Division, Central Catholic, DeVilbis, Metcombe, Scott, Start, Woodward. Blue Division, Bowser, Libby, Rogers, St. Francis, St. John's, Waite, Cardinal Stritch, Toledo City League. This is the Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s podcast. You got to chill. Chill, chill, chill. Toledo DeVilbis High School football star, Charles Hillary. How are you, sir? Man, just to see somebody write on the page, hey, that was my uncle. That was my brother. That's right. Thank you so very much. You know, man, what that means to them, man, I can't replace that. Toledo athletes of the 70s and 80s, welcome to the show. Toledo Rogers, track star and legend, Sherry Perry Isaac. How are you tonight? Wonderful Rams in the house. Former Ohio State defensive end, Toledo High School standout, all state defensive end, Dennis Houston. Good evening, man. Thanks for having me. Toledo Scott Bulldog, Toledo City League Hall of Famer, Felicia Hill. The city was full of girls that was born. This podcast can be heard on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. This is Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s Podcast. Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s, welcome to the show, Dr. Reverend Donald Perryman. How are you, sir? Doing great. Doing great, man. Glad to be here. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, your name has come up several times. We need to get him on the show. We need to get him on the show. And uh, I'm so glad we were able to make the connection and have you here with us this evening. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, we're just going to jump right into it. And okay. that's the only way I know how to do it. Uh, okay. Doctor, I, I'm just going to get right into it. So what and when did you start or have a a uh, interest in sports? Grew up on the south side on Hamilton, a couple streets over from Nebraska, uh, around the corner from what is now uh, Powell's Beauty and Barber Supply. That was uh, uh, <clears throat> a pharmacy at the time uh, we grew up. But um, back in the 50s and the 60s, uh, is when I grew up and all of the athletes uh, there certainly influenced me, uh, as did uh, the sport of baseball. Um, um, Jackie Robinson uh, came into the uh, National League uh, in 1947. So I was a young man shortly after that, grew up, uh, born in 51. So that was a time when uh, black baseball stars were uh really in the limelight and we took uh took after a lot of those uh, athletes 
basketball had not become popular. Neither really was football at, at my earliest ages. Understood. Understood. And on so on the south side, uh, is that where you what you started in in youth sport uh, playing baseball? Started on the south side, uh, played for Mr. Burgess, legendary Mr. Burgess at Pickett. Um, Back then, uh, we were the cream of the crop. I later uh, transferred to Gunkel School. We were also cream of the crop at that time. Both were always in the finals of the city championship, as were a lot. There was a lot of great baseball teams, youth baseball teams at that time. Lincoln's. Elementary was great. Gonko Pickett, kind of a rivalry, and the inner city kind of dominated at that time. Mm-hmm. So I heard you mention a couple of uh, grade schools that you went to, and then after that, what junior high did you attend? Uh, Gonko, Gonko. Um, you know, as, as I mentioned, I'm a child of uh, the civil rights movement. Uh, we went to Gonko. Gonko was. Uh, uh, probably the first Toledo school that was black led and had a primarily all black staff, uh, not exclusively all black, but primarily uh, all black staff. So all of those types of things, particularly the things that happen to you at a young age, kind of mold you and set the tone for your future. Indeed, indeed. Uh, when I came around in my era, I didn't uh, know that Gunkel was a was a junior high at one time. I, I had no knowledge of that. So that's some history that I didn't know. So then after Gunkel, it's uh time to go to high school. So where'd you end up going to high school? Uh St. Francis de Sales High School. Um wow. A major impact. I entered uh like I said, a a child of the civil rights movement, uh excelling academically at Gonko and then I get dropped into, because of my mother's uh, insistence, get dropped into this all white environment where everybody excelled and just trying to figure out who I was. And um, we had a uh, a tragedy, uh, a family tragedy, the uh, end of my freshman year, not the end of the freshman year, but right in the middle after football season. Um, <clears throat> My father passed away and uh, uh, in, a, in, a, in a house fire, and he uh, passed away saving me. So I got out, and he didn't. So all of this was coming together all at the same time, trying to figure out who I am. Uh, and then as a result of that tragedy, trying to figure out um, why. Why did I survive? And, and that led me on probably a decade's journey, just trying to figure out what my life's calling was. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. So in high school, sorry to hear that too, uh, Doctor. It, in high school, um, did you continue your baseball career or did you get into other sports at that time? Uh, I actually, coming into my freshman year, um, played football. We, we, we did, there was no mid city. So I came right into, uh, football and, uh, did well as a freshman. Um, and uh, December 30th of that year is when uh, we had the tragedy mm-hmm. and uh, mom said no more football. Um, and so I had to give it up. I felt like I was the man of the house anyway at 14 years old. I was the oldest. So gave that up because that kind of she was still suffering from that trauma. 
Uh, sophomore year, I did play a year of baseball uh, and then uh, moved on to uh, cross country my junior and senior year. That's a letter in cross country. Nice. Indeed. Indeed. Um, it's interesting you say cross country. <clears throat> my cousin was the first uh, African-American female to win the city championship in cross country. Uh, she did that probably about 10, 15 years ago now. Uh, but anyway, this is, this is about congratulations, congratulations yeah. because a very, very grueling sport, uh, back when I ran, of course, there, there was no, uh, women's team. Mm -hmm. There was no girls team. Uh, but I had the, the fortune of, um, training with, uh, some of the Libby boys. I okay. wanted to go to Libby so bad because all of my buddies went to Libby, but uh, mom kind of vetoed that. Uh, but I, I did train with a couple of their runners and they were, uh, Wesley Brock and Lionel Brock were, uh, state champions from mm -hmm. Libby. And I got a chance to work out with a few of their, their team members since, uh, they were neighbors. I see. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. My family, uh, my dad, his brothers and sisters, they all went to Libby. So uh, yeah, yeah. At the time, uh, Perry, Perry, Bertha Perry, Henry Perry, and my grandmother lived on the South Side. So that was my introduction to the South Side, going to visit her. Where, where did they live on, on the South Side? Uh, Avondale. Okay. Yeah. Avondale. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Indeed. So when you, um, after high school, tell us about your journey after high school. Wow. After, after high school, went to, uh, had a full scholarship to Clark Atlanta, um, academic, uh, which is on the campus with uh, Spelman and Morehouse. Nice. I didn't At, know that. That's a great history fact. I didn't know that about you. Go ahead. I had, uh, a scholarship to, uh, West Point. Uh, I had a, um, scholarship to, uh, Purdue University, and I had a scholarship to Brown, which is an Ivy League school. So, so going back to high school, um, I think it, we, we were looked up to, at least I was looked up to because of academics. Back then, there were only 12 African Americans in the entire school. So, so to, to, to be in the National Honor Society was something um that blacks looked up to when I was there um to have representation there. So so I did put a lot of uh emphasis on academics. Well I will put it like this. My mom insisted that <laughs> I, I put a lot of emphasis on the uh, academics. So so uh was ready to go um to Purdue and um just didn't feel right. You know, mom was still scuffling. We had seven boys. Mm. And so when my father died, uh, I just felt like I had to step in and I just didn't want to go away from school. So at the last minute, uh, I told him I wasn't coming. And uh, some businessmen, owners, not the owners, but the president of uh, <clears throat> um, Dana, uh, Scheller Globe, uh, executives from uh, Libby Owens Ford, since I had turned down all the other scholarships, they got together and uh, financed my way through the University of Toledo. <clears throat> I was there during the time 
of um, Chuck Ely. Uh, so yeah. I was during that time. So just, you know, we had a great football team at St. Francis. We were city league champions three of the four years. And the one year that we were not champions, um, we had um, a, the ball stolen <laughs> and ran for a touchdown and we lost to Central after, you know, creaming them during the regular season. Mm -hmm. So, so we left that successful uh, athletic uh, journey at St. Francis, went to University of Toledo where they excelled as well. Plus they had an outstanding basketball team. So I was around all of that. And then even going back before um, high school, the, some of the people that influenced me were, were um, the Libby teams of the sixties, the early sixties, just around really good, um, teams and individuals. And, and really I, I studied quite a bit of that. Um, I was at every game probably from the time I was 11 years old, went to all the high school games. And, and um, even at, at, in high school, after my father died, there were some businessmen that would take me to the university of Toledo and, we were sit on the front row. So so that type of mentoring, you know, meant a lot to me and helped me to watch and to study uh, what I wanted to participate in, but didn't, wasn't allowed to. And so today I just try to do the same thing and share with others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometime after um, the University of Toledo, you got into, you transitioned into a coach mentor. Tell us about your how how you got into well i guess you just told us a little bit about what inspired you to become a coach because that sounds like some some groundwork was laid there and and you attending uh the football games and being around the environments so but i also have to and i want the family to know of your impact and influence on the city of toledo and the athletes that have uh come through our city great ones that you actually coached and mentored. So how did, how, tell us about that. Well, um, early childhood has uh, always been important to me uh, since, as I said before, people stepped into my life and mentored me. Um, and so while at the University of Toledo, uh, I noticed that Ella P. Stewart did not have a baseball team, a little league baseball team, you know, as we had at Pickett and Gonko Lincoln. Uh, so we began um, uh, coaching there. We, we, we went to the city of Toledo. We went and talked to the principal at LP Stewart said, you guys need a, a baseball team. Uh, let's start one here. And uh, they went for it. Wow. Wow. That that's, that's truly giving back growing up on the South side and then going to the, school on the south side to make some make a, a a baseball team happen uh when you started coaching there now okay i family i'm gonna go ahead and tell you he's being very humble right now <laughs> he has coached some greats truman clater mac harris just to name a few that have come by his mentorship there's a formula to what you do there is a divine calling to what you do there is a, a a internal spirit that you're able to convey to a human being. Tell us about that. 
Well, <clears throat> I think um, we all know that uh, staying active pr promotes good health and relieves stress, but particularly with young people, it's 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 just critical that they get off to a good start, that their early um, years uh, involve positive experiences. And so we taught several of the young men early on what kind of commitment it takes to accomplish goals, uh, what type of attitude uh, they needed to have. And, and, you know, sports, to me, all of them would not become um, – great athletes, many did, but not all of them, but sports was really a vehicle, basically, that young people can find out who they are, develop an identity, and then again, as I said before, determine their calling in life. Indeed. Are you still active today coaching? <clears throat> I I, I, let's see. I uh, I coached little league. I coached, um, and then several of the young people came back. You you mentioned Mac Harris. I guess him at little league, but then he and several others would come back after high school, and I coached them as in the adult softball recreation league. I coached um, my daughters uh, in softball when. Um, uh, when they were in grade school, I was uh, the bowling coach for St. Ursula Academy um, and produced uh, some good bowlers there. Um, and now uh, I'm a pastor, been, been a pastor since 1997. Mm -hmm. It's really the, the, the same formula. <laughs> You're helping people develop their identity and, 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 and find and respond to, to their calling in life. Mm -hmm. That sometimes uh, I think we're missing that, uh, that mentorship and helping a person find their calling. I think this is just my opinion. I think what we see now, what I see is that it's all about the athlete and how they can be successful athletically. What I see missing, and I see some of the coaches doing it, is to develop the man, the woman, the person after sports or get them prepared to be the human being after all that, the athletic days are gone. And it is my understanding that you did that and did it tremendously in the city of Toledo. And you have examples and of your work, and I know them personally, some of them, and they are outstanding human beings. So we want to recognize you and applaud you and thank you for, for the give back that you gave to the city. Cause some people gave back in other ways and they weren't, they weren't very positive in what they gave. You gave back and made Toledo a better place. And I, I want the family to know that. And we recognize and applaud you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, you, you got to have something to work with. And I'm, I'm grateful that God uh, allowed certain people to cross my path. And then I look at them today. I, I'm not saying that you've got to be You've got to make a million dollars a year to be successful. But people like Mac, Mac Harris, I'm very, very proud of Mac, who is coaching now 
on the high school or the college level, one or, one or the other, but he's doing the same thing. And that's what it's about. It's about sharing what you benefited from. It's the share, sharing that knowledge. I'm passing on what was passed on to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's what it's about. Uh-huh. It's always really, you, again, I go back to the, um, to the civil rights movement. That's always what's been paramount in the African-American community. It's communal. It's for the whole community, not just for me, but it's for the entire community. And you share, you pass it on from one to the other. And and Sunday we'll be honoring our ancestors with, during Martin Luther King Day. Um, uh, same thing. It's the same model. Exactly, exactly. Dr. Perriman, where can we find your church and when does your services happen? Services are every Sunday at 1130 a.m. We're doing hybrid now. We are uh, partially in person and partially on Zoom. And you can email me um, or find me on Facebook and we'll get the Zoom link out to you. I mean, we're we're contemporary, we're a contemporary church, so we understand that this is a social uh, media society, and so we try to be available to everyone. Toledo athletes of the 70s and 80s, we thank Dr. Reverend Donald Perryman for coming by the show, and we most certainly, again, want to say we appreciate and thank you for all you've done for the city. And we want to say we can, we wish you continued success and say a prayer for us on Sunday. Dr. Perry, we, we, we all are standing in need of prayer, brother. Standing in the need of prayer. Not my brother, not my sister, but it's me. Oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Yes, And let us not also forget our um, picnic that's coming up. Yes. Is that in March or is it in... Okay. All right. I look forward to that as well. I hope to be there this year and to see all of you in person. Wonderful. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook. Athletes of the 70s and 80s.